Um, hello, I am Cole Jones, and I'm here to talk about 15 budgeting tips as you, um, this is basically geared for um, adolescent students going to college or maybe grad school and are looking to start learning how to set up a budget for themselves. So I'm going to do a simple, um, basically a list of 15 really good budgeting tips that I have learned um, through some research. And I'm just gonna start off with the budget to zero method. And basically what the budget to zero method is, is have all of your expenses um, planned out before the month begins. It's called a zero-based budget. And essentially, that, that doesn't mean that you have zero dollars in your bank. It just means that your income that you're bringing in, so whatever job you're working, minus all of your expenses equals zero. So that means that you know how much your rent's going to be, how much your electrical and your gas bills are going to be, how much you're going to spend on your clothes and make your budget for your entertainment, all of those things, and as well as your savings and make sure that all of the money that you are going to have coming in that month is going somewhere. So that doesn't mean you have to spend all of it. You can acquire and put as much of that as you want into savings, but make sure that it's not just there and you don't know what to do with it because that is where you can learn and you can get into like a danger zone of extra spending that you don't need to do. So essentially the budget to zero means that you're going to um, have basically assigned every dollar to a place. So all of your money is going to be accounted for for that month. Um, this next tip actually kind of comes to with if you have like a significant other or if you have roommates or if you want to save or budget together um, you should sit down once a month and have a family budgeting night you can make it fun grab snacks have food put on a good playlist or whatever to help you focus and basically you want to get on the same page as money so you want to set the same goals for money and that way no one has different expectations um, if you're single you can find what you could call as an accountability partner to help you stick to your goal. So that could be your best friend, a parent, or someone that you can talk through your budget with and then they can tell you, well, that doesn't make sense. You don't need to be spending $400 a month. And what I recommend is um, finding someone who has maybe more experience than you might. Finding someone who has more experience than you do in budget. So if you're talking to your parents, they've been, you know, they've had bank accounts for many, many years. They've helped you or they've raised you. They might be paying for your school. They have a good idea on how to manage their budget. So they would be a great accountability partner if you're young, you're single, or if you want someone with more expertise. Um, the next tip is to expect um, the unexpected and to accept that every month is different and then to plan accordingly. So if you have kids, um, or if you're shopping, you should expect months like August or maybe early September to be more expensive because of back to school supplies. You should expect holidays like December to be more expensive because you're going to have um, Christmas and holidays. If you don't celebrate Christmas, you'll have other things because everyone's spending more money around the holidays. If you want to plan for vacations, you should have those planned in advance and expect those months to be bigger if you're buying supplies or just paying for the vacation. You want to plan for each month accordingly. Another good recommendation that I recommend is to make an actual, um, make um, a birthday list so that way you know when birthdays are coming. So if you have 
10 people that you'd like to get birthday gifts in the month of May, you're going to want to know about that ahead of time because even if they're small gifts, all those 10 gifts are going to add up and that's going to cause your budget to change. So each month you should expect on doing something different and you should plan accordingly to those months. The next tip, number four, is to start with the most important categories first. So obviously, shopping is not an essential category. Essential categories are your car payments, your mortgage, or your rent, and things that you have to pay in order to get to the next month without getting in any legal trouble or getting yourself in debt. So you want to start with those on on the top of your list. Another thing that should be at the top of your list is savings it's much more important to save for long-term than to buy short-term gratification in a new dirt bike or a new computer if you don't need one. You wanna save those expensive to when you have more room in your budget. And obviously this is geared towards younger audiences that are gonna have much less wiggle room in their budget than say a 50 year old might or someone who's in retirement. Tip number five is to pay off your debt. So you want to get your debt paid off as soon as you can. So if you have credit card debt or if you took out a loan from your parents, even if it's not with the bank, you want to get rid of that debt as much as possible. So if you are in any kind of debt that's not long-term like a mortgage, then you should be focusing on paying that back as soon as possible and like attacking it almost. Like stop letting debt rob you because the longer your debt sits, the greater it's going to become because of um, interest, compound interest. So each month it's going to get bigger. So the more you can do, make those um, extra payments because that decreases how much you're you're going to pay in the long run. And you can even apply that to longer term um, debt finances like mortgages and things like that. So if you're on hard times, this comes to number six, don't be afraid to trim your budget. So not if you're tight right now, you can save money quickly by canceling your cable, dining out less, and shopping at discount clothing and grocery stores. So if you are a name brand person and you always buy name brand clothing or even uh, food products and you just had to pay an extra $5,000 for a medical expense and you don't have any room, you need to cut stuff out. Cutting off name brand um, things and trimming your budget down to buy, to make things more affordable might not be the most enjoyable thing, but it's an easy way to get back on track with your payments because you can't always expect every um, financial crisis to come. You can't always expect that. Uh, the number seven is to make a schedule. So while you're making a budget part of your monthly routine, Pick specific dates or other for other expenses. So set up auto drafts for your checking accounts and buy your groceries on a set day every week or twice a month. When you know what to expect and when to expect it, you can take a lot of stress and potential pitfalls out of the picture. So that's a really good tip. Um, number eight is track your progress. So it is important to track your progress from time to time. Um, Track your spending and your purchases. So make an Excel and look each month and see how much you spent and say, oh, you know, I went a little heavy on dining out. I should cut back a little bit more because I can't really afford to go out twice a week. I should be more like once a week or maybe once every, you know, a few times a month. I should cut that down. So track your progress. 
Um, another really helpful tip, number nine, is to create a buffer in your budget. So put a small amount of money aside for unexpected expenses throughout the month. So this, is, this isn't necessarily like an emergency fund, which is another great idea. This is just like, I leave an extra $250 in my budget in case I need to go and get extra groceries or I'm out of this and I need to go get that and it wasn't expected but you need to have it and you want to have room for that and obviously if you don't spend it you can roll it over to the next month or you can just put it in your savings so it's always good to have a buffer you don't want to be right on your right on your budget and right on what you can actually spend because it chances are some months you're going to go under but some months you're also going to go over on your budget cut up your credit cards um, if you think that you're getting out of debt, stop using them, cut them up, and um, having no credit card debt will make will mean no more minimum payments to add to your budget, zero hassle with fees or high interest rates, and much less stress and less worry. And it's also a smarter idea than to cancel um, your credit card because that actually will reflect negatively on your credit score. So if you have that open line of credit out and you're not using it and to prevent yourself from using it, cutting up or, you know, cutting up your credit card will be a really effective way to not necessarily impact your credit score in a negative way, but instead stop you from using that um, line of credit. So another idea is the envelope system. This is tip 11. So sometimes people will overspend and have like a habitual routine of act of like overspending. So for this, you use the envelope system by just putting a set amount of cash, not bringing a credit card where you can go over and dip into your checking account uh, when you're grocery shopping. So say you always end up grabbing more stuff than you need and going over budget. If you bring exactly how much you budgeted, you budgeted $300, you bring 300 bucks in cash, and that way you can't go over that even if you want to. You, you'll be much more responsible. Number 12, um, I would recommend trying an online budget tool. So if pen and paper aren't your thing, it's time to join the 21st century and use a budgeting tool. So an example of one would be every dollar. So for younger students who are always on their phone or on their laptop, probably won't be a big deal. This might actually be something that you're more comfortable using than a pen and paper. That way it's always available and you can sync it with your uh, significant other or your mom or your dad, whoever is advising you on your finances and your budget. Um, having an app where you can just track it and always check and be like, shoot, I don't remember how much I was supposed to spend on groceries this month. Let me check and see where I'm at. And you can also use that to track your expenses and be like, well, you know, earlier this month, I almost forgot, but I actually already bought $300 worth of clothes. I think I should wait a few more months until I go shopping again because I don't really need it right now. This is just an, an easy way to kind of get access to your budget anytime you want. If it's on your phone or your computer, it's pretty much on the go and with you all the time. Number 13 is from a Dave Ramsey website. It's called Be Content and Quit the Comparisons. So you have much more than you realize and don't compare your situation to anyone else's. So this is I really like is because you aren't, it's not healthy to compare your budget or how you spend your money to other people because you really never know what someone's financial situation is. Someone might have lots of nice stuff, but have zero dollars in the bank. And you might, you know, live more in a minimalistic, you don't have fancy brands, watches, you don't have a fancy car, but you have a, 
a pretty large savings. And if you really wanted to get something like that, you probably could, but you're choosing not to. So it's really um, important to be content with your own goals and really not look at what other people are doing. And that can be really tough, especially when you're younger, everyone's comparing their salaries and what they're doing with their lives. So that's a really important thing to remember that your budget's your own and it's really not worth your time because there's nothing you can do to change the fact that someone might have more money than you or less money. So you don't wanna feel bad for people if they're not doing as well as you or, and you don't wanna become envious of others who might be a little bit ahead or have a higher paying career because that's just not anything you can really do to change it and there's no point in worrying about that. Step number four, or Tip number 14 is to have goals. So whether you're paying off your student loans, building an emergency fund, you know, getting ahead on your mortgage, you need to focus on why you're making these goals and what's the reason you're making these sacrifices because all of these things aren't fun to do. They're not fun, expensive. They're not vacations. They're not cars. They're not stuff. They're basically things that you have to do just in case or because you're required to, but they're not fun. So it's important to have those goals, but also balance them with fun things. So you should at least be treating yourself to some kind of cool thing, whether it's new furniture for your house, a new camera, a new bike. Um, these are kind of trivial examples, but everyone wants something and you should be treating yourself to that every couple of months. If you're sticking to your budget, I mean, don't go crazy. Someone's outside. Um, don't go crazy, but it's important to balance that and also have goals for yourself. So in 10 years, I want to buy a second home on Lake Charlevoix or whatever. That's kind of one of my goals. Maybe not 10 years. I might be too early, but like one of my goals is to save, to be able to afford to buy a place, a second home where I can come and spend time with um, my family or friends or whatever I'm at at that point in my life. 15, um, is really to go easy on yourself and give yourself lots of grace. So it usually takes three to four months when you really start. A, this is according to the Dave Ramsey website as well. This one's also a Dave Ramsey tip. And it basically says that it takes a while to get used to your budgeting and it won't go perfect the first time, but you'll get there. So those are my 15 tips. Um, there are lots of other things that you can do to have um, practical budgets, but I think that these tips are really good for younger people who wanna be financially proactive and taking steps to ensure that they don't get themselves into trouble because when you don't have a budget, it's pretty much guaranteed that you are gonna run into some kind of financial mistake and budgeting is going to really eliminate that risk altogether, hopefully. So those are my 15 budget tips and I hope that this was helpful.